0: San Diego last season. <laughs> Just, Can you I, not I give me a see. second to nope. respond?
1: Nope, I can't. Nope, we had to go we right now. We no, we, we didn't. We we're 20 it. minutes wanted, late I, as it is. So. I want to see if we get a, a Tom Brennan hot mic. <laughs> no. <laughs> I didn't
0: know uh, what you were going to say. All right, so here's the thing you know, you've seen air here come out the past couple of uh, weeks now go back to the kurt warner movie that was made um late last year or late 2021 i can't remember when exactly um that came out but it got me thinking what college football movie do we need to see made or what what college football story needs to be turned into a movie
1: well i can tell you what movie should have never been made
0: is that the sean payton movie tyler
1: I actually, like that movie.
0: Oh, okay. I don't know.
1: We need to oh, forget about girl. Rudy. Yeah, that movie. <laughs> that movie should have never made. Even even Joe Montana said that dude was a idiot. Scrub. So, yeah. yeah. No. Um. I don't know. Let's let's think.
0: I mean, you know, just
1: hang on. Idiot. Movie or documentary?
0: I I would say I would say movie. Um.
2: What about the 80s Miami teams? Nope, that's a documentary then. That would be,
1: if it's based off well, of no, truth, it would, I mean.
2: we're talking about movie.
1: Well,
0: a movie can be based off real events. Like the Kurt Warner guess, story is yeah. a movie, but not a documentary about his life. It's just, yeah, it has the Hollywood touches and everything like that.
2: Because BJ is talking about movie not yeah. documentary yeah
0: i, I like documentary.
2: what the fuck he's talking about i'm just saying and i, I love documentaries as well
0: basically but... like you know when i think of documentary you think of 30 for 30 this is something that you'd go see in the theater that has like an actor that's taking on the light like uh hbo did a joe paterno movie uh that was with robert really de niro good. right
2: mm-hmm.
1: i still I like have to, to see that i have to look into that um Because that was what I was going to say. I didn't know that was even a movie. Um, Next
2: loudmouth movie night.
1: (laughs) Really trying to think here. Like, I don't want
0: to. You know, maybe a Jim Harbaugh, if if he ends up taking his team all the way. No, I don't. No, I don't. I,
1: I would rather see documentaries off of championship teams and off of some of the more iconic events. Mm -hmm. I'd rather see a movie, if I was going to see a a sports movie, kind of like a feel good, like more of a, I mean, Rudy's on that list of like a feel good type of, when I think movie, I don't, I think more of like made, but a little bit more stretched truth rather than, I think documentary, I think like something that could definitely be turned into something more, I don't know, um,
0: I mean, air is based off of real events. There's obviously a little bit of a, you know, a, a, some things that didn't actually you're, really
2: you're happen. You're not expecting a movie to be spot on to history.
1: Yeah. Well, exactly. Yeah. I, I'm just I'm trying to think of something that I don't want to see be a documentary that I would think would make a good movie, and I I have nothing yeah. right now, honestly. Um
0: anything within the past 25 years like
2: i still stick with my statement just because of 80s miami being so wild like that would be an interesting i think that works better
0: movie. as a documentary now the story yeah. of like texas coming out of not not nowhere but their run to the title uh, taking down like
2: the, the
0: vaunted usc team that may be, that could
1: work mhm no I, I don't i don't want to see any movie honestly if I did, it would be about a player, um, but yeah, the movies that have been made about certain players are already there. I think there's one about, uh, what's his name, Brandon Burlsworth from Arkansas, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure there's already one on him. There's um, Bosworth
0: from Oklahoma, I know. That Clemson player that had one just a few years ago, a Disney movie.
1: I completely forgot about I- that. Yeah. Maybe, maybe the Jake Olson story would be a good movie. Mm-hmm. The blind uh, long snapper from USC. Yeah. I, I think that, that would that be... Would, that would be the only one. That's the only thing I'd be interested in as a movie rather than a documentary. I don't want to... Anything relating to a team or a season or a decade, I don't want to see shit about other than a documentary. A documentary. Just bottom yeah. line. Um, so when it comes to movies, it's more about... It's more about a player story yeah. or a coach's story. Um,
0: and, and think outside the box because, I mean, who would have thought that a a movie about a left tackle would be as good as it was? The blind side, obviously. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there's a lot of options, but that's what I'd go with. Yeah. Just, just simple kind of to the point. Yeah. So yeah. the only other thing I'd like to see and obviously, this dude has a bunch of money now, Anyway, anyways. Definitely worked out for him, probably more so going to the NFL and not doing YouTube anymore. Is uh destroying uh Ballon de La Haye. Um, how that all went down. A movie
2: his stuff against the NCAA and
1: stuff. Yeah, yeah, a movie about that would be interesting too to see how that all went down. Um, who was the guy from Baylor who got kicked off the team because he was living with somebody? The side. No, oh, no, no, not that. It was Silas sh- okay. was. it was, Silas was the one that had the,
0: the big the false, muscles. In it. Yeah.
1: It, yeah, it was Silas Nasida because he got kicked on the team for living with somebody's oh, family okay, or somebody's okay. family gave him some stuff to be able to live. Um, yeah. And then he ended up going over, he had a YouTube channel and he ended up going overseas and playing. He, he was all right. He wasn't great, but he was okay. So, it would yeah, be I guess cool those story. are kind of the options there. But,. How about you, BJ. What was yours?
0: Well, I mean, I, I'm a little bit biased here, but I think the Luis Perez story. If if he ever makes a, a start in the NFL one day, I think that would be like, a, you know, a, a humble origin story. You know, as a bowler coming out of nowhere to become a quarterback, D two ranks, not given really much of a chance in the NFL, bounced around from the USFL, the XFL. If he ever gets to start as an NFL quarterback one day. I think that could be a really. Did he play fantastic... college football? Yeah, he played at never... Commerce.
1: Oh, because well, he was at the D two level. I have no clue who he is. Okay.
0: He won the D two title for us back in twenty seventeen as our starting quarterback. Oh.
1: Okay.
0: But I, I, so, like I said, I think if he ever yeah, no, gets I've to that level, him, so. well, then that's perfect. Then a reason to make a movie about him. Maybe. Maybe one of us will make it.
1: Definitely the two of us on the left and on the bottom here. So, <laughs> yeah. Start directing.
0: All right. That's a good win. There's a lot oh, of people. It's like Woodstock, except everybody's got their clothes on. Personal playoff. 69.
1: Offense was giving them the business. These people don't give. Love you, honey. Well, I should got my book. Um, <laughs> get us on the right track here. Why don't we? Um,
0: if you want, if you insist. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Another Sunday. I'm here this Sunday. Um, yeah. If you're listening on Spotify, just know I, I I messed up. I didn't get either of the episodes from Sunday or Wednesday on Spotify until this morning because I just realized they weren't uploaded so that's my bad we'll have to get somebody else in to do upload the Wednesday ones because I I go straight from here into some other uh, some other stuff and it doesn't always get done right on time so uh, we'll have to figure out a different way for that or the the only other option is move it up and I think that's not fair to anybody else so we'll have to just continue going where we're at Anyways,
0: um, did you want to start with the uh, kind of what we talked about last Sunday, kind of giving your thoughts on the list?
1: I was going to wait till the end.
0: That's fine.
1: Just because, I mean, so we saw a bunch of spring games yesterday. Nobody, mm-hmm. uh, people are going to take a lot of stock into what happened yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, and you should, you should, especially if there were things that you just weren't sure about with your team. Ohio State, for example, um, they have a lot of things they can look forward to. Michigan State has some things I think they're looking forward to. Uh, Antonio Gates Jr. uh, could be a star wide receiver for them.
0: Does that make anybody else feel old, or is it just me? A
1: little bit. Well, hey, look, um, Michigan State's basketball team has Barry Sanders' son on it, too. So, that should uh, tell you where that's at.
0: Mm. So Michigan State is the home of NFL legends' children, apparently.
1: I guess. And Pikes Peak Anyways, um, before we shoot ourselves in the foot here, um, no, nobody got that. I, I got it. I <laughs> thought we
0: were thought we were just going to move right past that. I thought you were trying no. to get us back on track.
1: I wasn't. Um, not there, anyways. I thought that was that was too good of an opportunity to pass up. Um,
2: oh man, yeah
1: i I watched highlights
2: of a lot of them this morning. Like it seemed like more and more schools are starting to value it less and less. Like yeah it it really didn't show a lot. Like. I haven't liked the way Ohio
1: State's done theirs for years now, though. I mean, ever since Ryan Day took over, the way they've done it's been pretty stupid. So yeah, well, you didn't enjoy seeing
0: Archie Griffin at the ripe old age of however old he is now scoring a touchdown.
2: The the one
1: no, but I I, enjoyed him striking a pose uh, that you know Desmond Howard made that that was started uh, yeah by I mean the pose was already a thing, but yeah, striking it after a Mm -hmm. touchdown and there's only one guy that did that all the time
2: yeah but anyways the the biggest thing i noticed in ohio states was those defensive backs definitely did look a lot improved like i mean, whole, I mean yes yes so i i'm still we'll, gonna take it with a we'll grain of salt of course
0: but you know if, if we, when we talked about the way to make you know changes to the spring game if um if you're playing an actual real competition like a real opponent Some of the things that you notice in the spring game might actually carry on into the fall and give you real excitement as opposed to kind of the fake excitement that you're going to see in these games over some of your, you know, the guys on your team. No. No, dude.
1: Nobody wants to see it. I I, I didn't.
0: I don't think. I think y'all are actually in the minority on this. I I really think there's more of a of a a market for it than you think.
1: Like I'm a group of five fans, so like it's.
0: I didn't say it's going to happen. I'm just saying like half
1: of these teams are just calling it a, a, a televised spring practice anymore. Like they're not even calling it a spring game. So yeah, yeah. I mean, what does it matter, man? If They're not taking it serious. They're not taking it serious. Again, well, that's way I don't want to see somebody get hurt again. I don't, again, I don't, I don't to want to see somebody serious. blow out an ACL against Delaware State in a spring practice just because that's, I mean, I'd rather they do it against themselves. At least then you know it wasn't, it was just a, a thing that happens. So that's kind of kind my deal. Like it's a thing that happens no matter what, but then it just causes animosity. It could cause some problems. It, there's no need for it. It's just... Do your spring practice. Get out of the spring with as as few injuries as possible. Obviously, you're going to have some from guys that are not quite ready to go or or
0: trying
1: to push a little too hard early, and those happen. But I I don't want to see it get to a point where we have um, a bunch of injuries just because we're playing meaningless football games. Um, It's really the same reason why have these teams end up playing their starters for a quarter, two quarters, and sit them during those games anyways in and, and this fall. I mean, it, it's no different. Caleb, this Caleb
0: is Williams did one team. series yesterday.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and good, honestly. I mean, you don't want a freak injury happening. Um, yeah. J.J. McCarthy played a half of the game against uh, the, the, the Maze of Blue game and sat the yeah. rest of the way. And then it was on Davis Warren, so no issues for me. I, I like it. I think it's, I think it's just fine the way it is. This isn't meant to be a competitive. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna light your ass up every chance I get. Game. This is this is meant to be just going through the motions, getting people excited because football season literally starts as soon as the school year starts back up. Just kind of their last hurrah before summer break. You get a chance to go out and do what you got to do, and then come back in August ready to go. So, that's kind of where I'm at with this. There's no just no need for anything crazy um, with that. Yeah. The spring transfer portal opened up and it started with a bang. Bear Alexander has entered the transfer portal. Defensive tackle from Georgia. A huge ad. Whoever ends up with him, I know who I want to get him, get him. Whoever ends up with him is in a very very good spot he's a very solid player very very smart uh very athletic for a big guy and i'm I'm looking forward to seeing what he brings to whoever he goes to i would like to see him you know come put on the maize and blue and and make things happen but i wouldn't mind if he just runs an hour north hour and a half north to good old columbia south carolina <laughs> and i get a watch him every saturday down there either one works for me i'm just saying yeah um, but really looking forward. I, I'm curious to see where he goes. Huge add to whoever's defense he ends up on.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's he's got a lot of potential. And, you know, I mean, this is really one of the first times that we've seen Georgia get somebody in and then lose them to the portal That uh, on the defensive side. That's one, you know, area of the ball that you've, you've seen a, a lot of, you know, like players that have, you know, put in the time and, and waited their turn. And, and part of the reason why – The last two years, they've had such dominant defenses.
1: Yeah, absolutely. The only other thing we'll mention here is Colorado getting hammered early. Well, so some would think, at least. I am not of that opinion. A lot of death players, they've had like five guys so far head to the portal. Uh, They may also be getting burgers and fries, but right now they're all in the portal. Um, And... It's not a big deal, uh, to be honest. These guys are not. These guys are death players. I would assume maybe death charts are starting to kind of come out there, or they assume death charts are coming out there, or they're just seeing it, and they're like, man, I haven't earned my number yet. I feel like I should be handed to me on their way out. It's all part of bringing in a new culture and bringing in a new culture. That's what they're doing. And, um, you know, guys are going to leave. Uh, guys are not yeah. going to like it, and they're going to they're gonna walk away and, and move on, and I mean, cry some more. I guess I don't. I don't know. Uh, That's really isn't a big deal. I think that this no. is kind of kind of good for that program to be honest. To see these guys continue to walk out. Nothing against them. There is not. I'm not saying that they're shitty players or shitty athletes or anything like that. I'm just simply saying they know they they figured out where their place was. And I think I think Deion Sanders is fair. I think he's probably telling these guys like, you're not. Unless you significantly improve over the offseason, you're not playing this, this fall. And so I'd look somewhere else. And that's probably what they're doing. That's probably what's happening. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think, I think Colorado's in for a solid season next year, honestly. They had um, some of their spring practices. have looked impressive with some of the guys they brought in, that's for sure. Now... I guess we'll go ahead and go back to last Sunday. The top twenty-five coaches according to Pro Football Focus. Do you want to? You want to pull that list up? Do you know where you? I was just saying, Cam Cam had it. it. I I can pull it up real quick. ain't that?
0: Let's
2: see here. I've got it right here. Let me...
0: Because they also did the 10 best offensive coordinators uh, here in the, the past couple of days.
2: So... So this is current, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay.
0: I'll let Cam pull that up.
1: All right, zoom in a little bit for me if you would. All right, there we go. Just make it make it so everybody can see. All right. Mm-hmm. All right, let's just go through this entire thing. Just just scroll up. Yeah. Slowly. A little slower. No, you're good. Like, stay where you're at. I'm just saying, slow down just a little bit. Continue. I'm just waiting until I see something I don't like.
0: This is where we're getting into. Uh,
1: yeah. Okay, honestly, real shit. Great list. Scroll down a little bit though. Scroll down to about like seven or eight, I think it was.
0: Where Ryan Day was.
1: Okay. Ahead of Kyle Whittingham. Scroll down a little bit more slowly, but kind of nine and ten. Fickle,
0: Fickle and, and Franklin. Franklin.
1: Okay, the only only thing I'd change One of, I, actually there's a couple things so I, I just noticed mm-hmm. something Ryan Day and Kyle Whittingham I would switch uh, we watched them head to head and I assume that that win head to head is what gave Ryan Day that spot but Kyle Whittingham has done more with less for a lot longer than Ryan Day has done with more Yeah. Um, the only other thing I think Sonny Dykes at 12 is an overreaction to last season. I'm just going to call it what it is. You know, you went to the playoffs. You've made it to the national championship. That is absolutely fine. Nothing saying he's not a top 25 head coach. But I think at number 12, ahead of a guy like Lane Kiffin, ahead of, you know, other guys like Chris Kleiman, also uh, up there on that list. uh, With Leifold Leifold ahead of Kleiman
0: was what we had more of an issue. Well,
1: I understand that too. But I'm not saying, I'm not even just saying that. I'm saying that. I think that this is that him being at twelve is just an overreaction. I think that Kleiman would probably be up there. Jimbo Fisher, even though he's number seventeen, like he's at number seventeen because they've just struggled the last couple of years. I, mm-hmm. I still think he's a top fifteen coach if he gets things right. Yeah. Um. In terms of what's around him, Mark Stoops right. is is more proven than Sonny Dykes uh, in his career. Mike Dundee is more proven than Sonny Dykes. I think a lot of this is reaction to last year and where things are at currently.
0: Uh, yeah, um, and that's uh, – if it's where things are entering would, 2023, I, then that's fine.
1: I would say very bottom of top 15, if not right on the cusp of it, uh, 15, 16, 17 for Sunday Dykes rather than 12. I think that's just a, just a very – I'm not going to say slight overreaction. I'm not going to say a major overreaction, but it is an overreaction. Lance Leipold at 14. Um I think they're giving a lot of credit to what he's done at Kansas, but I don't think they're giving enough credit to what Chris Klein has done to keep the culture there. Um,
2: Absolutely. After Bill Snyder, mm-hmm.
1: those are the only things. Uh, Kalen DeBoer also go go up to him real quick. Fifteen. Very, very interesting. Um, this is a team that went four and four and eight under twenty twenty one. What the fuck was his name? Uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Lake. Lake. He yeah, went four and eight under Jimmy Lake. Kalen Devore comes in. Remember, this team was extremely inexperienced in 20, 2021. They were poorly coached, and they just didn't have the talent around them. They got a guy like Michael Penix come in, immediately makes a difference. I mm-hmm. think that this Kalen Devore top 15 business is also one that would I think should drop down closer to 18, 19, 20, only because it's one year at a Power 5 school, and he had a team that was extremely experienced, just like Sonny Dykes did. That's the only reason I even have a complaint. If he did this and this team was still, you know, majorly sophomores and juniors that were starting last year, by all means, put him in that top 15 because he did it. Like I mean, he he developed them over the offseason. They were already very experienced. They knew the game. That's the difference there. Mark Stoops, criminally – uh, underrated in my opinion. I think he belongs above Jimbo. I think he belongs above a, uh, a Sonny Dykes, a Chris Kleiman, um, because he's done a lot of Kentucky. And just because they've had some struggle, struggle seasons, um, and had one last year, it uh, doesn't really warrant being dropped that low. Um, I and don't like, know that I agree with Dave Clawson being in the top 25. Dave Clawson's a very schematic coach, and when he's got his guys, it works. When he doesn't, we've seen it be pretty rough, uh, to be honest. Time. Clawson, just,
0: Clawson over Doran was kind of a, a, a little bit of a that surprise was kind for of us.
1: I don't think I don't think Doran's a top 25 coach. I think he's had a very experienced team. Um, yeah. I, a guy that I think should be in here at the very bottom, though, over a Dave Fawson, I think. I don't care how this sounds. I think that um, there there's absolutely zero excuse for Shane Beamer the way he carried that team to the last two, especially if we're going off of momentum alone. Why why not? Why would he not be in that top twenty-five? If you're going based off of the seasons they had, this is a team that was at six and four with two games left in the season.
0: After and they, were, and they, in and they were losing embassy.
1: And they were expected at best to be six and six. Yeah. And they went in and, and whipped Tennessee's ass. And then and then a huge comeback against Clemson. Uh outcoached the number three guy on this list. Four. Four. Sorry. The number four guy on this list. I don't know. I don't know how you how you don't put him on there. And that's the only only thing I'd really Complain about otherwise. I think, this I, think is a, I think this is a very solid list. They did a good job. I think Lincoln Riley is fine because as a head coach, as a head coach, and as when it comes to offensive knowledge, I think he belongs on here. Mm-hmm. I think he does belong in that top five argument. It's the adjustments as a head coach and being willing to make moves that you know may not support your your friends that you brought in. I guess like Alex Grinch, you gotta. You gotta have a defense. That, that's the only knock on Lincoln Riley. Um, overall, I like this. That's a solid list. Honestly. Do you think
0: there? I mean, you talked about overreactions. I think Jim Harbaugh at three is a bit of an overreaction to put him ahead of a guy in Dabo who's won two titles, Lincoln Riley who's been a, a playoff threat, you know, year in year out for the most part. Even ahead of Ryan Day, I think that's a little bit of an overreaction. I don't think he. How is be him top being ahead of Ryan Day
1: 10? an overreaction when he has literally I, walked in and out coached him every single season, outside of one in twenty nineteen when they were clearly not the better team? I'm not saying he's not a top ten coach. Two back to back playoff appearances. A team that the only the only knock you have is that he hasn't won his bowl games. Otherwise, I, they've won I'm every single game they've been supposed to.
0: I'm not saying that I'm knocking him because he hadn't won his bowl games. I just think that at the moment, I think I have Ryan Day just a smidge ahead.
1: I think that's blasphemous, to be honest.
0: I think but you're blasphemous.
1: I, I'm not kidding. I, I, I don't understand how you even could believe that, to be completely honest. I think they're on a similar level, but I don't think All that right. what we saw in the last two years, the the changes that were made. I think the gap is closed there wasn't a gap to begin with. How does a first year, a fourth year head coach compete with a guy who's been head coaching at the college and NFL level for over 20 years? And been one of the best, by the way, let's not forget what he, what he led Stanford to be after oh, he left and left Stanford to be what he did for I San know. Diego when he was at the FCS level, what he did at yeah. San Francisco. And now what he's doing in Michigan and what he's done over a course of almost 10 years when that program was left in fucking shambles after mm-hmm. the the absolute obscenity that we had to see from Rich Rodriguez and Brady Hoke. Mm-hmm. There is no way he is not a top-five coach in college. Well, I'm not saying Ryan Day is that really that bad, and I'm not saying that there's really that big of a gap beyond from three to eight. But I don't know how, after the last two years, watching it on the field, you can think that Ryan Day – is on a similar level, head coaching wise, to what Jim Harbaugh is.
0: I think that Harbaugh is going to pass him, and I think I, I think Kelly. He's being already at passed six, him. I think it's very close. I, I still have just a slight edge. I, but I think Kelly being up at six is a little. Cam, too what high. do you think?
2: Yeah, I had I personally have have Harbaugh four behind Davo.
1: And that's and fine. Him, I can agree with that. I'm not, ahead of day. I'm not arguing that. But I, there I is You no, have
2: him ahead of day.
1: I had day like at four,
0: four and, and Harbot five. I don't think it's that even like. I mean, it, it'd be like a four A, four B.
1: Ryan Day is not a top five coach in college football right now. Not a chance.
2: Who would you have at five then?
1: Brian Kelly or Lincoln I, Riley, to be honest. I would honestly, I, I would flip Brian Kelly and Lincoln Riley. I think they're closer than our bond day. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and I would agree with that. I, I'd have Kelly closer to a five. Or at and, a five. And,
1: and the reason is, like, this is one of those where he's not jumping from G5 to P5 and going yeah. and, and, and having a year with a team that's extremely experienced, like Sonny Dykes and, and DeVore. He DeVore. He went from Notre Dame to LSU.
0: So wait, Notre Dame isn't G5
1: then?
0: All jokes aside.
1: He went from Notre Dame to LSU and mm-hmm. had and a look at had a 10-win season. Yeah, Had he a 10-win season. Mm-hmm. Um, With a
0: transfer quarterback.
1: Really we were very close to being a playoff team and probably if they didn't lose to A&M had an argument to be in over Ohio State, to be completely it, but honest. But they would the have they, to beat Georgia, yeah. Yeah, and another no, thing. no, I think they even, well.
0: With two losses, they would have had to be the conference champion because they, they and lost to. With, it, with it, their it,
1: two, two losses. Thing is, you could argue state. they might have had to have been, but I think that where they were when they went into that game, that final game, I guess, yeah, because they had two losses going into it. So they mm-hmm. they were 10-4, weren't they? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, no, wait, I agree uh, with you. They were they went Wait. ten and four because they That's lost. Right. They were yeah. they were and, ten, and, and, nine and and three, not nine, nine and four. Winning the bowl game, four. Yeah. so no, they, they didn't. They would have had to have won the the conference championship, but even then, yeah, really good, um, yeah. and very and then, and, very and then, solid and then, at Cincinnati, and the transfers yeah. from Cincinnati to Notre Dame was also pretty seamless. Yeah, yeah, and Brian Kelly has more was, of an argument to be ahead yeah. of Jim Harbaugh than Brian yeah. Day, in my opinion. And, and another thing with
2: Kelly's team last year, if you're solely going off of last year, LSU was a very young team. It's not like it was an experienced team as well. Like yeah. it was – it the job that Kelly did coaching proved he was a top five coach. They
1: were young and they had a lot of new pieces. I mean, it was, I was not it, – it was not easy for him to come in there no. and do that. And I think the, this season they're going to have that experience. They're going to have the the guys in place right now. I. I don't see a way they couldn't do it again. I mean, there are, there are obviously ways they can't. They have to go to Tuscaloosa. Mm-hmm. Um, we know Ole Miss is going to be a tough team, but whether or not they actually get it done is another thing.
0: Florida State at um, in Orlando as opposed to in New Orleans.
1: It's going to be a tough game, but, I, I mean, I'm not too, too worried. I'm thinking, I'm thinking more conference because I'm talking about them winning the West. Rather yeah. than anything, I, I think they can. I think they can easily make it run to try to do it again. Um, especially with Alabama, they don't even know. Uh, they have no answer for their quarterback's uh, situation right now. Let's get this offensive coordinator uh, list yeah. on here, why don't we?
0: Let me get that pulled over real quick. Let's or do you want to do it, Cam?
2: I can do it.
0: It's, I've got it right here if you want.
1: If you all got right. it pulled up, just share it. If you got it yeah. pulled up. Yeah, yeah, I've got it pulled up.
0: So, all right, let me know if I need to zoom in.
2: Flying
1: blind. All right, uh, zoom in just a bit. How's that? Very, very slightly. Yeah, Again? We're, we're good. Uh, just a little more, just a little more.
0: Okay.
1: I'd like to get that middle. There we go. Okay.
0: So it starts off with Tommy Reese at number
1: 10. Um, okay, but let's just see what else is here.
0: Number nine, Alex Atkins, Florida State. Okay. Warren Ruggiero from Wake Forest.
1: Okay.
0: Jeff Grimes at Baylor is seven. Jeff Levy at Oklahoma is six. Mike Denbrock at LSU is five. Okay. Phil Longo, Wisconsin, is four. Andy Ludwig at Utah is three.
1: Okay.
0: Ryan Grubb at Washington is two, and behind Garrett Riley, Clemson, number one.
1: Well,
2: I am flabbergasted um, about number one.
0: I don't know why you would be.
2: No, I'm kidding. I'm- <laughs> I was about to say
1: that that one. No, that was. I, a I'm game. fine. Don't. So go go back down. So Warren Ruggiero just I'm not a fan of. Um so Warren Ruggiero, not a fan of Alex Atkins, I'm okay with, but not really a huge <laughs> lover on that one either. Uh
0: Tommy Reese.
1: No, I, like, I actually think he belongs probably in this yeah. conversation Grimes. more than uh, Grimes. I'm not a fan of either. I thought that was Levy. more shocking than the other two. I like that. I like Levy being there. Levy was I, I think he actually should be a top five, but that's just me. Mike Denbrock, I, I can agree with that. Phil Longo, I have absolutely zero. I think Phil Longo should be two.
0: No, I'm not. Um, I think Ludwig is probably two.
1: Well, that's a differing, but I, I don't know if I like Brian Grubb up there. I mean, I can agree I to an extent. They had a great year. I just think that he's probably lower in this top five. Yeah, off of last year. Um, I'm just trying to think, to be honest, because
2: the game has shifted to so many, so so many of the
1: so. Let's head think coaches. Here. We got. In the Big Ten, I, I have no arguments uh, for any Big Ten OC to be in there. The majority, like Ryan Day, is the play caller for the offense there. So Yeah. Can't see that. Um, last year's offensive coordinator, I mean, Sharon Moore wasn't bad. I think Sharon Moore would fit this list better than either Warren Ruggiero or um, the fucking, what's his name from Baylor?
0: oh um, um, rhymes yeah jeff Rhymes.
1: i think that looking at the sec i don't know that i have anybody in the sec that i would throw in that list of up there um, same for the acc nobody i'd really put in that list that's not already there
0: I think you can make an argument because of what um, what. Uh, oh, uh, Kendall Briles has done at Arkansas and, and other stops since the since Kendall Briles is played. a guy that
1: I think could fit into that bottom that bottom two or three easily. Mm-hmm. Um, Packful is interesting because I think. After this year, we might be talking about Sean Lewis up in the top five or mm-hmm. six on this list. Yeah, and that and that could even be with a six and six year. Honestly, I think that he could easily be on that list. Uh, He's a great offensive mind. Very, mm-hmm. very. I think it's. I think it's very possible mm-hmm. we see him. Um, By the way, I found a defensive coordinator list as well.
0: So. We can hold off on that until Wednesday if you like. No, I mean, we
1: got time. We'll pull it up here. Okay. I mean. We've got, we're only 30 minutes in. We yeah. might as well keep going. Right. Uh, I can I get behind the majority. I think there's just, like, again, I, I don't like. Um, I think
0: it's lower on the list that we don't like. Levy. Yeah, I really, Grimes. I like Levy. No,
1: Levy, Levy belongs. There's nothing against Jeff Levy on this. I think that one through six is perfectly fine. Maybe you could slip around the order, but that's it. Mm-hmm. Jeff Grimes, Grimes, Warren Ruggiero. Ruggiero. And Alex Atkins is fine being on here compared to who's ahead of him. I'd put him up to... I'd put him at eight, and I'd put mm-hmm. Tommy Reese at seven. seven Drop those yeah. other two the fuck out of here and add... Kendall
0: Brawls.
1: Kendall Brawls, I guess, could go at the bottom half of this, but I, I think...
0: I'm trying to think of another that you could add.
1: Who's Texas OC it, it, it is...
0: It's, I don't think like Sark...
2: It's not Sark.
1: I don't I was, I was just saying, saying
0: I don't think, it's think you... false plays. Kyle Flood.
2: Kyle Flood.
1: I some it points last year I could I could agree with him being on there. Um Yeah. But I mean I don't I'd also really get behind if Sharon Moore ended up in the bottom, but I think because he was a co O C they're not giving him that kind of credit, so that's fine. Yeah. Um we're gonna be talking about Sharon more next year, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Alright, let's get let's get the DCs so, then.
2: DCs from PFF? Let's switch tab. Yep.
1: Alright. Share screen. This will be our last little deal here.
2: Alright, so uh, clocking in at number ten, Brian Brown of Cincinnati. Number nine, Pete Golding. Number eight, Tony Gibson. Number seven, Joe Rossi. Number six, Matt House.
1: Yeah, you're froze. Oh, there we go. We're good now. We're good.
2: Number five, Manny Diaz.
0: seems right. a little low, but let's see who's ahead of him.
2: I want to see who's Number up four, there. Number four, Glenn Schumann slash Will Muschamp of Georgia. Oh, that's
1: fucking unbelievable. I don't even have a problem with that, but we'll talk about that here in a minute. Yeah. yeah. Number
2: Jim three, Knowles. Jim Knowles. Number Weird. two, Jesse Minter. And number one, Phil Parker of the Iowa
0: Hawkeyes.
2: <laughs> oh fuck no, dude.
0: Listen. Oh my god.
2: Listen.
1: No, absolutely
2: not. No, I, I don't have a problem with with Phil Parker being one of the top. Not
0: five. number one, but on the top ten, sure. Yeah, he I have no problem with that. Be it.
2: a top five easily. Yes, I, I, I agree. Do think one is a stretch. No, hang on, hang but... on. Here,
1: here is why. Okay, mm-hmm. they were. They're great. They force a lot of turnovers, no problems. Mm-hmm. And part of that can be accredited to scheme, but part of that can also be accredited to the, like, you know, the style of players they have. They have ball hawking mm-hmm. safeties and corners. Yeah. Jesse Mentor's already number two. I think he, after after what he was able to do last year, you could easily argue number one. Um, Jim yeah. Knowles, what he did at Ohio State in year one, easily so number he, two. Yeah. Look, I would here's say my
0: three.
1: Here's my problem. Yes, I would too. Um, but here's my problem. No, stop, stop, stop scrolling. Go back, go back up up to up, four. Go back up to number four. Why do you have one co defensive coordinators on this list? You didn't put co OCs on the list. But two, or mm-hmm. um, were guys that were co OCs at, at one point. But number two, they're not even the ones that control the, the defense here. Like this is so, this is Kirby Smart's Kirby defense. Smart's so very this this is so- yeah, I, I agree with
0: that, but I think that because they're talking about, you know, like going into this year and they may share the title of it this season. Now, Schumann, as it says, they're called the plays in twenty twenty two. I would put Schumann as opposed to both him and Muschamp.
2: Hmm. Yeah. No. I, 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 look, I do uh, think Will Muschamp is a great defensive mind. Oh yeah, but. You can't have co-DCs on here since you've already set that. I would precedent.
0: say it, yeah, it doesn't.
1: Well, I mean, didn't pop up anywhere else. Of but yeah, I, I don't know that I like that. I think one again, we didn't we didn't see offensive coordinators of teams that had mm-hmm. offensive-minded coaches. By the way, uh, that were mm-hmm. there calling plays. Um, sure, Schumann called the plays, but this is this is a baseline of the defense that. Kirby Smart has always had. Um, yeah. Look, I...
0: I wonder if Dan Lanning was on this list going into 2021.
1: That's what I wonder. Um,
0: or if, if Glenn Schumann was on the list going into 2022. I would
1: like I like Manny Diaz. I think he is mm-hmm. easily a top five. Yes. Matt House was really solid once they got things figured out. Joe Rossi is underrated on here. Um, not in terms of the fact that he's too low ranking, I'm just saying like that. That is a very underrated pick. Not a lot of people would have put him on a list, um, but he belongs. Mm-hmm. Tony Gibson, that NC State defense was swarming last year. They were awesome. Um, Pete Golding, I I can agree with that too. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Now this one I don't I don't fully get, but I mean, what am I what am I going to do there? I don't. I didn't love Louisville's defense last year, to be honest. So. No. I mean... Yeah. Yeah.
2: I was
0: to say, I, I they think... Were, you could, they were 12th. I
1: mean... I mean... They were 12th this last year in... was that? EPA? Per play? Yeah. I don't know what the fuck that means, but Expected
0: pass attempts? Well, wait, no, hold on.
1: No. Expected points allowed, I think, are... are Estimate points allowed yeah. per play. I don't know. It, yeah, it's one of those advanced analytic type things. Yes, but even then, up to 12th, this past expected points
0: added is what it means.
1: Okay, okay, well, that's fine. Um, up to 12th, I mean, I, I don't agree with mm-hmm. Louisville. Also, had a, a little bit more of an experienced defense than they did over those last, those first couple of years, too. I mean, it's yeah. good development, but. I don't like that with Cincinnati. I I could think yeah. of plenty of other guys. I probably have put on that list. Yeah. Um. Otherwise, I actually really like that top nine. That top nine's yeah. really solid. A few changes. I just
0: you can mm-hmm. move the order
2: around. Especially I was going to say you know,
1: probably move the order around. I can definitely. get behind Phil Parker only because of of if it weren't for him, Iowa was... Probably four and two eight and last ten. year yeah. max. I mean I um
2: I mean look at this number two worst offense in the country. And and they and they still they went the only one. And, they, and they went eight and five because behind defense. defense.
1: Yeah. Here's all I'll say. Great. That was fine. Not best in my opinion. I think
0: I think Michigan's defense is better.
1: Underrated what Jesse Mither did. Coming in because of how good this defense was a year before, with under um, Mike McDonald, Minter mm-hmm. came in and and, to, and even turned it up a notch. Jim Knowles, great. I I, I like this list. This is good. Probably the best
2: uh, out the overall zone. out
1: of them all. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This one was easily not based off of momentum because if it was Minnesota's Joe Rossi would not have been on this list. No. Yeah. Um, but. I like that. That was a good, that was a good list. That was a good few lists there. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> um. Yeah, I guess spring football is almost, almost over. we got a couple more games next week and on the 29th. I think that ends that. Um.
0: Well, at some point, I guess yeah, maybe, summer. yeah, at some point, I guess maybe we can kind of try to watch tape before we do our team breakdowns and everything like that. But At this point, we're just going going to go
1: conference breakdowns from, from there on though. So we'll, we'll get our five weeks ahead of time and do each conference as a whole, we'll go in depth and maybe an hour, hour and a half at at that point, we may need to move some shows up for time purposes for some of us, Mm -hmm. but, um, throughout the summer, the shows are going to be about 30 to 45 minutes. They're going to be just enough to talk over some stuff. Continue to do some random conversation points and discussion points, but otherwise, no issues. Um, anyways, with that said, um, we've got a we've got a vlog going up from, uh, or well, somewhat of a vlog, a vlog slash recap, because I didn't do a whole lot of vlogging. Um, <laughs> at Bruce, so that'll be going up on my channel. Um, got Loudmouth Weekly tomorrow and CFB on Wednesday.
0: Yeah, unfortunately Anything. I won't be there for Lennox weekly tomorrow, but I'll maybe w- what we can do this afternoon is we can sit down and kind of look at the bracket and, and I can record something with y'all
1: the bracket for uh the NHL. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Plows start tomorrow. Yeah. Um I guess just send us yours if you if, if that's what we'll do and uh Okay. We'll we'll put it as like an overlay on here. Star's going to win it all, just
0: a spoiler alert.
1: (laughs) Anyways, um, that being said, uh, thank you guys for tuning in. We will uh, see you tomorrow, 5 Month Weekly again, and uh, Wednesday for more uh, CFB. See you Wednesday. Mm -hmm.